There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Sunday, my friends, and welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andrew Goldstein, as my mum calls me when I've not tidied up my... Anyway... We start today's show looking back at another action-packed game day across the TalkSport network. It is a blockbuster beginning to our weekend of football. Manchester United against Everton. All into Fernandes. Lovely little command of the football. Sets up Martial who runs onto it. Right-footed. What a goal. Brilliant set-up from Fernandes. Wonderful finish for Martial. And there's space on this near side for Andros Townsend who bursts into the box. Right-footed. What a goal on the counter-attack from Andros Townsend. And what a celebration as well. He's only gone and taken off Cristiano Ronaldo with his celebration. That is absolutely top, top draw. Jimenez turning smartly just inside the Newcastle half. He's found Juan who can burst into the area, left foot shot, brilliant finish from Wang He Chan, he is a new star of Bologna. McAllister floats it to the far post, headed back across goal, Mopai won't get there, brilliant save Ramsdale, and then Trossard gets the shot away, and it's blocked behind for a corner, and it's all square in the end for Brighton and Arsenal, so Brighton aren't going to go joint top of the Premier League with Chelsea, but another impressive performance keeping out one of the Premier League's elite at the Amex Stadium. And we begin today's show. Old Trafford as Manchester United drew 1-1 against Everton in the early kickoff on TalkSport. Cristiano Ronaldo started on the bench. That can't be right. Oh, that is. And TalkSport's Andros Townsend continued his purple patch for Everton with his fifth goal of the season. Never really liked him anyway. Here's the best of all the reaction to the game. You can catch it how you like, dropped or rested, but Manchester United leave Cristiano Ronaldo on the bench. First of all, I think it was a sackable offence to not start Ronaldo in itself. He is older, an older player. He's got, you know, he needs to rest him. He, he needs to stop him getting injured. Ronaldo, you have to play him. You know what I mean? You just put yourself under pressure by not starting him. He has to start. He's been brought in on probably £700,000 a week to, to, to play games and try and win the league for Manchester United. Well, really don't get me. Why is Ronaldo on the bench? If it's international break, why is Ronaldo sitting on the bench? You have to rotate at times and I think everyone would understand that uh, no player can play every single game in a, in a long, long season. He's in that squad to win the Premier League this season. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is not going to win the Premier League for Manchester United. Cavani onto Wan-Bissaka, right angle of the penalty area, lovely little shimmy produced across the back post. Martial is there and he's missed the target. We should be creating more chances. We maybe lacked that cutting edge, lacked that extra man in the box. 
because that's where you score the goals. And there's space on this near side for Andros Townsend, who bursts into the box, right-footed, what a goal on the counter-attack from Andros Townsend! And the Toffees put Manchester United in another sticky patch. What a finish that is, and what a celebration as well. He's only gone and taken off Cristiano Ronaldo with his celebration. That is absolutely top, top draw, counter-attacking play from Everton. Well, you deserve what you get in football. There's no good talking about, well, we had 75% possession and we had 10 corners and we had... Uh, we didn't score the goal to finish the game off. For me we have plenty of room for improvement because we have players outside that they can increase the competition and also the players that are already playing, they are playing too many games. Manchester United failed to win at home in the Premier League for the second successive home game as they continue to dance along the ledge. Even the way the last 30 seconds of the game he's like laughing and joking on the touchline when Benitez is so on, on it talking to his players it just shows that he was happy with a draw. Manchester United shouldn't be happy with a draw against Everton at home. We need to put a bit of perspective on this. You know, we're seven games in. We're two points off the top of the league. The teams around us have dropped points. We still have a lot more points than we, what we had last season. We still have potential in this team. And I, I know that we today we we could uh, and should maybe finish this game off and get the three points. Celebrations in the away end. Heads being scratched amongst the Manchester United support. Manchester United won, Everton won. Listen, I look at this game and it might not be popular. I think that's two points dropped for Everton. Big away point is just a point. But uh, yeah, we are really pleased because the way that the team was performing and we are working as a team. And then you can get one point here or maybe even three points. A lot of people are saying, well, the match going fans don't want Ollie out and all that sort of stuff. I can tell you for now, listening on the way back to walk into my car, I can tell you for a fact that he's absolute nonsense. Moving on now to our final commentary on game day and Arsenal drew nil-nil with Brighton. That must have been fun to listen to. Here's how it sounded on TalkSport with Ian Danter and Alvin Martin calling the action without any goals. Brighton are turning heads in a way that they haven't done in England's top division since Jimmy Melia's time as manager in the 1980s when the Seagulls for a Gordon Smith finish away from lifting the FA Cup. Mope down the left-hand side of the box, got space to measure a crossing, drives it towards goal, Ramsdale's dropped it, it's driven over the bar! What a chance for Brighton to take the lead! And it was Lewis Dunk, Kukurea, across the face of goal and no-one there to touch it in. In fact, there was nearly a defender on the line that turned it into his own net. In goes Trossard into the area, faced up by Tierney. Right-hand side of the box, drives it across the face of goal and nobody to touch it home. There were two Brighton players sliding in at the far post. Arsenal in possession inside the oh, over. Tommy Asin has his pocket picked by Kukurea. Mopai gives it back to Kukurea, lays it off to the edge of the area. Driven goal was by Matt Lalana and then poked out of play by Gabriel at the last. First on ball, lovely swirl on it and headed over the bar. Big chance for Dan Byrne up from the back on six yards. Kukurea, left-hand corner of the box, across the face of goal. Good push out from Ramsdale, drops at the edge of the box. Fired goal was by Gross and it deflects off Lukonga. Headed back across goal, Mopai won't get there, brilliant save Ramsdale. And then Trossard gets the shot away and it's blocked behind for a corner. Arsenal hanging on here, what a save Ramsdale. I think it's game because uh, we don't deserve anything uh, more than that, being fair. 14 points from seven matches, which is a great foundation for us. There's enough pressure in the Premier League without you know, even more pressure on, on your players. They're, they're playing football, they're enjoying the football. I'll tell you what, Dan, in, in my experience, you get players, a squad of players, they're enjoying playing, you get the best out of them and results will follow on. And that's, that, that's the look that Brighton have got. For me, I, I, I'd like to keep going and, and not stop, so... Uh... 
But as I said, hopefully I get a couple of games and we come back and we've got a tough game at Norwich away. They, they bounce straight back in their momentum and, and continue. As I keep saying, it's just a start. That's all it is. It's a foundation. It's a good one. We're not going to complain, but um, we need to move forward as well. Whenever the ball broke down, they, they, they released people forward. They tried to win the game. It wasn't an Arsenal side that didn't have any attacking threat. In general, we never felt in control of the game. We struggled to break the the press and get good sequences of passes and, and impose ourselves in the final third. You felt if one goal would have gone in, maybe you would have seen two or three more because then it would have changed the, uh, you know, the complexity of the game. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, thoroughly enjoyed it. Elsewhere, both Norwich, Burnley and Newcastle all remain without a win this season. Chelsea left it late to beat Southampton and Leeds got their first win of the season after beating Watford. He does play lovely football though, Bielsa. Here's the best bits from Saturday's other Premier League action. Premier League seasons hinge on turning points and both Wolves and Newcastle will be hoping today is the day. Jimenez now with a good ball into the air to find Wang. Wang shot and he scores! Wolves' his first Premier League goal at home this season. Made superbly by Raul Jimenez. And finished by Huang Hee-Chan. A combined challenge comes in for Matinho and Neves. And Neves quickly plays it forward. Here is Huang now, breaking into the area. Down the left-hand side, pulls it back low. Great chance for 2-0. Hits the underside of the crossbar from Trincao. Trincao has to score. Sam Maximan plays it into the penalty area. Flying in with Joe Linton. Jose Sarr will eventually clear a couple of challenges coming in. Now Hendrik fires it towards goal, and he's equalised. Jeff Hendrik with an outstanding strike. Bruno Large is furious. He believes the Wolves should have had a free kick, but Jose Sarr went wandering, and Jeff Hendrik hammered the ball into an empty net, and it's 1-1. Richie with a quickly taken free kick to find Joe Linton down the left. Early cross into the area, almost found Clark, and... Sam Maximan is denied by a good save from Jose Sart. Jimenez turning smartly just inside the Newcastle half. He's found Huang who can burst into the area. Left foot shot, brilliant finish from Huang Hee Chan. He is a new star of Molineux. But there goes the full-time whistle. Wolves have their first home win of the season. But Newcastle's wait for a victory goes on. I feel as if I've said it too often that we didn't deserve, in my opinion, to get beat. It was a good feeling, I think, since the first minute. From my point of view, what we did in the, in the, in the, the, during the, the, all the game, it was, it was very good and it was a good feeling. Well, when you're in this situation, no matter who you are, whether you're a Newcastle manager or whoever we are, I think it was five this morning. Teams haven't got off to a, haven't got a win. You know, in this level, you've got to, that's what you're judged on. You've got to win a match and start claiming the table and that's what we've got to focus on. It finished Chelsea 3, Southampton 1, Thomas Tuchel side end their losing run and climb to the top of the Premier League table as Saints end the game with 10 men. Burnley nil, Norwich City nil. In 43 previous meetings between these sides, there'd never been a goalless draw, so at least the 17,500 here have seen a bit of history. But the roar will tell you everything. At the seventh time of asking, finally, Leeds United get all three points. It's a very relieved Ellen Road. They finally got off and running in their second season in the Premier League. It's Leeds 1, Watford now. Yeah, don't forget Darren Bent's boot room returns this afternoon at 5pm as my Friday husband on drive is joined by Darren Ambrose and Alex Crook, Judas. You'll also hear an exclusive interview with Man City defender Carl Walker, who's revealed how a need to challenge himself was a motive behind his move to Spurs, whatever that means. 
course, with that price tag, you know, four, four, five years ago now, okay, now it's probably, it's nothing now, these mm. days, it's nothing. You know, back then it, it was a it was a big big transfer fee, and obviously going from Tottenham to Man City, two previous years prior to that, Tottenham finished above Man City. But when you know a team like Man City come in for you, and the manager you know speaks to you personally and says what he wants to achieve and what he wants to do with his team and the players that he wanted to bring in, it was only going in one direction. So I needed something different. I'd been at Tottenham for nine years, and I wanted a change. I wanted to test myself at a different club and, you know, hopefully I've justified that and, you know, I look here in my room that I've got and, you know, I've picked up a few few trophies on the way. And you can hear the interview in full on Darren Bent's Boot Room, or DBBR, as it's known, this afternoon at 5pm. Now, staying with Man City, and we end today's show by looking ahead to their huge game at Anfield as they face Liverpool in a top-of-the-table clash. We'll hear from both managers, as well as the former City winger Trevor Sinclair and my drive husband, Darren Bent, who thinks Liverpool will take all three points this afternoon. We now have a genuine and growing animosity. Guardiola and Klopp know it. They feed it and feed off it. I'm never surprised about the the financial power of City. I'm long enough in the country to know that they always find a solution to do these kind of things. Last year we could spend £100 million for Jack Rillies because we sell for £60 million. These guys will get into one another's ribs by saying something judgmental. The emergence of Liverpool and the club is uh, an added attraction to to, uh, Guardiola. I think Liverpool right in there for the time, which I really do, of course. If they lose Virgil or Salah or something like that happens, then of course there's going to be a, a bit of concern. He put me another level to, to prove myself, what I have to do to, to be a better manager. And it's a landmark moment for Mo Salah. His 100th Premier League goal in a Liverpool shirt. And when the opportunity came, it fell to one of the best players in the world. Kevin De Bruyne, take a bow. Chances to win Premier Leagues, other trophies. This team is set up in such a good way that I think they can do that for the next four years. We were tearing into Manchester City last season for a long time at the start. And so it's, it's very dangerous to write them off. I respect him a lot. He's a, he's a competitor. He wants to win. The last four years, both teams, all the time we were there. That's why it's the biggest compliment that I think both clubs, organizations can have. That it doesn't matter what happened all the time we were there, up there. They are uh, still really, for me, probably the best team um, in Europe in the moment. His teams helped me to be a better manager. And that is the reason why I am still in this business. There are some managers, and Jurgen is one of them, that make a challenge to to try to to do a step forward. We have to play a proper football game, I would say, to have a chance. Forced to Jesus inside the area, who turns the ball brilliantly into the net via a deflection, and Manchester City take the lead. They played Chelsea, and everybody was talking about Chelsea, how, how good they are. They are good. Oh, my God, they are really good. But... Um, City was clear, clear better that day. I do think Liverpool get the free points. Tell me why. I just I like what Liverpool are doing at the minute, and what I like about Liverpool is not only the intensity, but Porto had Porto hadn't been beaten for a long time, and they absolutely ripped them to shreds. I think they've got more threat going forward in, in the final third because of the the forward three four that they've got. 
But when you look at the, the, the actual overall side, I think if City can go there, it sends out a huge message to the rest of the Premier oh, League. If they go yeah. there and win that game, I think everyone's going to start understanding that Manchester City, even though they didn't get a striker, which was their paramount of a signing that they needed for me, are still going to be the best team to beat and they're going to be the gold standard. Of course, Manchester City, we saw the way they played against Chelsea, but they were superb. But I just think Liverpool might, can, can do this, I really do. Well, that's it for another podcast. You think thanks for listening on the Talksport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure, of course, you hit that subscribe button. I'm back tomorrow night on one of my shows, Andy Goldstein Sportsbar. Not my favourite, if I'm being honest anymore. Now I'm a big wig with the old drive time gig Tuesday to Friday from 4pm. But either way, there's nothing I can do about it this season. I'm back at 10 o'clock tomorrow night with the fun boy taking your calls on all of the above. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hold feels broken, but how do we fix it? Westminster just doesn't seem to have the answers but we have found some people who do. Join me, journalist Becca Hudson, and me, the former MP Ed Vasey, for How I'd Fix. From the price of a pint to the housing crisis, this is the show where we take an alternative look at the problems plaguing the nation. And hear practical solutions from those in the know. Catch new episodes of How I'd Fix wherever you get your podcasts. Rebuilding Britain starts here.